All right, here we are again, two guys, one spirit. Praise be to God that he has brought us together. Thank you, Jesus, for bringing us here again today and for allowing us to bear bear witness to what you have done in our lives. Oh, and he is working in a big way uh, for all of our... I have to start out just saying this, praise God, because since our last episode... My brother Oliver here has brought in a new creation into his into his family. So he's got a third boy here. So praise be to God. Just wanted to give give the Lord some glory here at the at, right at the onset of this of this episode. Yeah, thanks be to God for blessing my wife and family with a, a baby number five. We're gonna see how Amen. this goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But, I, heard, I heard I heard a funny story about growing families in this day and age, but maybe we could talk about that later. Oh. So what are we talking about today? I don't know. What did you want to talk about today? What did you feel moved to talk about? I feel like um, you know, we're coming off of Pentecost. Pentecost. Sunday and oh man what a what a blessed blessed day that was um so so maybe we can kind of just share together you know how you know what transpired on that that blessed day for for you know both our our families and and specifically I I'm you know we kind of talked a little bit a while ago and I was just kind of mentioning how I was really grateful to see how the Lord was using you on that on that specific day as well so that's where I'm feeling we can we can go with this today okay well how did you want to start it off by what did you want to do well I'll um I'll uh I guess we can kind of go chronologically with the way that I kind of my experience was with Pentecost and then we can and you can kind of share specifics about, you know, what I observed um, as your brother seeing the Lord use you. Um, but just real quick, you know, that was a very fruitful day for my wife um, because the Lord, little did uh, we know, he would use that day to really draw her into this deeper relationship with him um that she would grow in trust you know uh, for him and because like she had she had actually requested pentecost sunday off um it was like you know well over a month prior to pentecost sunday and and um she was not she actually believe it or not, like both hospitals actually scheduled her to work. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So it was, it was one of those things where it was just like, okay, well, um, you know, it seems like it's not God's will for us to, to go to, um, well, we, I'll preface this by saying, you know, Oliver and I, um, were invited to go to a Pentecost uh, Holy Spirit retreat at St. Hedwig in Los Alamitos, California. So that's kind of the event that I'm referring to in this story. But at any rate, um, we were just feeling like, okay, it's not God's will for us to go uh, because she's scheduled to work. So um, typically in this situation when things are, when events are like on the calendar and, you know, we have a desire to go or be there. It's happened in the past where, you know, my wife may use some available, you know, pay time off or whatnot to, to, to be able to, to go to an event. You know, so sometimes that may, may include just her like calling, calling in sick or something like that. Um, and so 
you know, there was certainly a temptation for her to, to do that um, this past Sunday. But she was like, she was in a state of grace. Um, she actually just, man, receiving a lot of graces over the last couple of weeks. Like she actually got involved with uh, the consecration of St. Joseph on Hallow. And like at the end of the consecration, you had to go to confession and like do, you know, you had to do some like adoration and, and, and go to mass and, you know, just um, very, very Jesus centered. And, um, you know, obviously St. Joseph taking care of, taking care of his son when his son was here on earth. And, and so she was just like in this place to just be like, you know what, I'm just going to trust God's divine providence here. And, you know, like it was really hard for her, but she was like, okay, I'm, if that's what, you know, I'm scheduled to work, I'm going to go. And, and so I was at this point, I was had already settled on the fact that me and the kids were going to go without her. And, um, so drop her off, drop her off. And, and little did, like little did, did we know, um, she actually, she had requested to, she had, you know, she said it made a request to VTO herself, volunteer time off. And, and, uh, she got a call, like literally 10 minutes, like before her shift. And <laughs> I was already on the way, like I was on the freeway driving to Los Alamitos on the 10. I was driving out. So I had to turn around, turn around, come, come back and get her. But we were just so joyful we thought we we're just like so feeling so much love from our lord because because here here he did it again like he yeah he, uh, he 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 made it happen but it was just it was just one of those things where the lord permitted like her to kind of like dress up for work you know do the whole thing do the whole routine of going through that process of getting herself mentally ready to work and every that whole thing you know and just he allowed that because he was really wanting her to, to grow and trust and just like, you know, like just that, that he was going to make the way if it was really his will for us. But also like, you know, I was telling her before I dropped her off. I'm like, man, I can't wait to hear the story that happens at work later. Cause the fact that he's going to have you at work tonight, instead of going to this Holy spirit retreat, you got something big happening tonight at work, you know? So I'm like, I can't wait to hear that story, but you know, that's, that's actually how it worked out is we were able to, to be there as a family. And obviously we got to see you and your family and got to see the baby for the first time. Um, but I was just, I was just, uh, very, uh, grateful to God to see how he was using you. And I know you had mentioned that you'll have, you'll have a story to share about this, but, um, you know, we went to this Holy Spirit retreat last year, 2022. And, um, you know, I've been kind of being able to watch like you just on this journey as you've been, um, you know, a part of the encounter ministry and going through that process and, and, um, you know, seeing, you know, you coming in to that Holy Spirit retreat last year as someone that was just, you know, there to receive. And, and then now, this past Sunday, seeing God use you in, in such a way that you were actually now part of the, the prayer team and, and, and praying over like a lot of, a lot of God's, God's children. So it was, uh, it's beautiful to kind of be a witness to that. And I'll just like open it to you and just have you speak on that. Cause I just really like, like there was a good, there was a good crowd there, you know, good crowd there. And obviously I'm, I'm sure you've been around um, similar size crowds in, in, you know, you being part of encounter now. Um, but anyway, I'll just, I'll just let you speak to however the Holy Spirit's moving you. Well, it was, uh, I guess it was pretty interesting. We just turned this mic down. seems pretty loud, but yeah, in regards to, uh, seeing you and your family there, you know, I walk out of the church and then I see you guys and I had, a, I thought, when we pulled up, my girls were looking 
towards the courtyard area and they were like, oh, who's there? Who's there? And they didn't see you guys, but they saw other people. And I thought, oh, that's kind of weird. Like, I'm, like we're it's kind of close to the event, the time of the event, and you guys had not shown up. And so I was just like, oh, that was something that's kind of weird. <laughs> wonder, wonder what's going on. And then, uh, yeah, I walk out of the church after some time, and I see you, see you, and then your wife, and I'm like, oh, what happened? And then you shared how God made a way, and how she was gonna just show up later on that night at eleven, and how that all worked out like last minute. That was pretty cool, but um, yeah, as far as like Pentecost, yeah, I guess going into that night. Um, it was still up in the air for me, whether or not I was going to be part of the, uh, the prayer teams or this prayer ministry. And it wasn't until kind of right before father invited the teams up to go pray over people where I kind of asked my wife, I said, Oh, would you be okay if I, uh, went up there and prayed over people? Because she can't do it. I mean, she was with the baby, and if I tried to hold the baby while she went up in there, while she went up to do it, who knows how long the baby's gonna last with me before he starts crying, right? Yes. And so she was like, "Oh no, you should go." And I was surprised because she stayed in the church with the baby, and the baby was doing well, like no crying, no nothing, and while our other kids were playing with all the other kids and in, in the gym. But it was very, very peaceful leading up to it, you know, and yeah, so, and I I didn't even know who I was going to be paired up with. I was actually looking, I asked uh, Alex, I said, hey, so where's Anthony? (laughs) (laughs) Because I was kind of wanting to be uh, partnered up with him. And um, that turned out not to be the case. And Alex was like, oh, well, let's just do it together. I'm like, okay. But then he's kind of, you know, running this, the, he's like in the back trying to put things together, organize and do all this stuff. And I couldn't see him up there really being able to like concentrate on, um, on, on praying over people. And so he said, okay, I'll join you. And then so he did. And all of a sudden I found myself by myself. I mean, he was there, and he was probably praying, and then I just um, continued, and I think he was just interceding in the back right there, and then I remember when I was finished, I don't know if I went through one person or if I went through another one, but very early into it, and he said, okay, I'm going to have you pair with this person, who I never met before, but apparently it turns out she recognized me because I did show up to an event, well, not an event, but just a meeting at their church one random Tuesday morning with my two boys. Kind of just wow. trying to be and put myself in an uncomfortable situation to see how I could grow. And just going back to that uh, meeting where I met this lady, it was like a Holy Spirit group at that church. They meet every they meet once a week and Alex had shared with me when they were going to meet and he was going to go for the first time. And I was like, Oh, let me, let me try to join you. I did not bring anything with my, with me to keep my boys occupied. So it was like, (laughs) we were just going for this. (laughs) And then I just remember walking in and these people are kind of just praying over each other already. And then we got into like a little circle and then people just started speaking like what words God was revealing to them. And then at the time, my boys were kind of just being loud and I couldn't take it anymore, so I had to leave. And then turns out, after I left, Alex was like, oh, why did you leave? I'm like, man, because my boys were going crazy. And then uh, he said, oh, you know, the people, they were actually wanting you to come back. They thought it was a good thing that you were there with your two boys and I was like, no, I was just, I was just very distracted. So it turns out she was actually at that meeting. And then at the end of the night, this past Pentecost, she was like, oh yeah, I've met you before. I was like, oh, you were there? Oh yeah, okay. But so I ended up partnering with this lady. And um, yeah, man, 
just um, a lot of people coming with their with their brokenness as we all are broken, right? And just it kind of just, just amazes me how I'm nobody, right? But here I am up there, and these people are just coming with their issues, like they're seeking God, they're desiring God, they just want, they, I feel like they don't have anyone else to turn to, and here I am, just like this normal person <laughs> up there, and I'm just like, all right, Lord, I I don't know if I can handle this, but let's go, and so they, they pretty much just open up and the vulnerability of these people, it's pretty amazing how I'm a complete stranger to them. And they're like trusting me with with some things. And in these praying over, like it's very, um, I don't know, I think it's, it's very blessed, very special to be uh, a part of it. Oh, yeah. Because then we kind of just invite god into into our uh, our little time together and we just pray and ask god for things and yeah man it's and at the and then at the end of the night after going through or after hearing the the uh what the people are bringing like i f- i can't help but feel for the priests and what they have to hear during confession because it's it's kind of like heavy stuff that these people are bringing and i'm pretty sure the priests like hear more of it than i do as yeah as they're doing this more often and with more of a variety of people and so i just have a totally different perspective on confession and what the priests in a way have to um here and also like carry and i also feel like it's kind of like walking with these people like for me personally when they're sharing their stuff with me like i feel like i'm i'm with them that i'm like carrying their cross with them uh to a degree and like i was like simeon simeon with jesus yeah like i like i feel like what they're going through and i guess to allow the compassion that Jesus has for them to show through me. It's uh, it's pretty powerful, and I just feel very blessed, and I don't know if privileged is the right word, but to be able to be that vessel, it's uh, for like that instrument between God and this person that hopefully they experience uh, God's love through me and my partner and all the other people that are up there praying over these people and just being like, I may not talk to the other prayer team people, but I feel like a connection that, that we're going through. Like, again, like not that we talk to each other, but I feel like we're spiritually connected and we just get closer to each other just by like doing stuff like that. It's, uh, it's pretty powerful. And I also felt that like in our, encounter class when we would do random uh, uh what are those called when those activations like these prayer activations when we would do it on each other and i would just feel like the whole class of probably like 50 to 60 people like like i would just feel a lot closer to them spiritually and i would never probably even talk to some of them but yeah, it's been quite a journey just thinking back on our first Pentecost where I had no idea, no clue what Pentecost was, no clue about the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit worked. And it wasn't until, I forgot what year, or maybe like 2018 or 2019, where I really was introduced to the whole idea of like praying over people and being prayed over. And I just kind of remember how powerful that night was. And so it was just me and my wife. And I I think we had two kids. It must have been 19. Was it 2019? It must have been 19. Because 
was it the same year where you were talking to the Diogis? Yeah, where we first met yeah. them. So I yeah, guess I think that was nineteen. Yeah, so that was when my my wife told me she didn't want to be married to me anymore. Yeah, so it was in that year where we were invited to their house, and there was probably four other people there, or so, four or five people, and they asked, "Oh, do you want to get prayed over?" And I was very open to it, but my wife at the time she was like, "I don't know about that." Um, Cause, that's so hard to imagine like yeah. your wife being hesitant about receiving a pray over because it was new you know the idea of the holy yeah. spirit and how the holy spirit worked and having other people pray over us that weren't clergy that weren't priests right sure, sure. she was like oh that could be kind of dangerous because what are you like you could be inviting like other spirits in like bad spirits in like and how do you know if it's the holy spirit and stuff and it's yeah, funny because a couple, like maybe like a week or two before that, I was talking with two of my cousins and I was like, oh, do you guys want to like come over to my house and we could like pray over each other? Just kind of reflecting on like the book of Acts and how the Holy Spirit descended upon them and they started praying over each other and all that good stuff was going on. And like I really had this uh, nudge to, to do that. But my, again, my wife was hesitant because she didn't know. And I didn't know either, but I was open to it. And then, so that night at our friend's house, she asked, Oh, does anyone want to get prayed over? So I raised my hand like, Oh, I want to do it. <laughs> and then, so she's like, okay, come in. Like, let's all like get, like gather closer together. And then her and four of the people just started praying over me and I remember one of the things that really stood out uh, one of the, the girls there just had this word about chains that there were these chains that were holding me down and there were these chains that were just preventing me from like growing and man I think that like really got to me that really tugged at my heart and I just started crying <clears throat> In that moment? Yeah, like while getting oh, wow. prayed over. Because I awesome. just got brought back to like childhood like traumas that I had been holding on to and I had never really dealt with and I never really talked with my wife about. And it just like not, and, and nothing specific came out, but just the thought of like these traumas were chains holding me down. There were uh, like I was a slave to the idea of these these traumas like they became like in a way like my identity and then just with the praying over and um these people just sharing with me the words that god was giving to them at that time it, it brought me a sense of like freedom from it and like it, it's kind of unexplainable but explainable <laughs> But it, it was also, it was very powerful, man. Like, I never felt anything like that before. But, yeah. And then after that, pray over, like, Pentecost, like, it all made sense to me. It's like, I think we've touched on it before about, you know, growing up, my understanding of God was just God and Jesus. Like there was no Holy Spirit. Like I didn't know how the Holy Spirit worked. I didn't know who the Holy Spirit was. Yeah, the Holy Spirit was a dove, but what does that mean in my life? Like I had no clue, right? But that night, it made sense. Like the Holy Spirit, it's like the power of God. The Holy Spirit is like, it gives us what we need to draw closer to God. And God gave us that when Jesus, God gave us that through Jesus when Jesus was going to leave because he knew that we would need someone to guide us to bring us closer to him. And it also opened up my eyes to see that this was the church and the church included people uh, and Mama Mary was there and then the Holy Spirit was there. And uh, surprisingly, that night, the friends that came over, 
were like, oh, do you want to celebrate the birthday of the church? And I was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> but by the end of that prayer recession, like there we were, after I got prayed over, we were there with a cake and they had a, they had a cake prepared, they had candles and we sang happy birthday to the church and wow, that was that. But yeah, That's to awesome. go from that in 2019 to being where I'm at, where I was at this past Pentecost, like praying over people, it's kind of a testimony to what God can do when we're open. And, you know, there are things, I don't want to paint a picture that I'm like this perfect, holy person. You know, I still struggle, but I think I, I'm working towards struggling less with uh, different sins in life, right? Because we will always struggle until we um, get to heaven. And that's where the reliance on the Holy Spirit is, the reliance on Jesus to help me attain that perfection, to help me attain that holiness, because without them, I can't do it on my own, right? Amen. But, yeah, man, such a, the Holy Spirit was the missing piece. And, yeah, just, so when I was praying over people, I was kind of thinking like, okay, what, God, what is it that you want for your people that are coming up? And, you know, an encounter and even before encounter, just praying over people, it was kind of like, okay, well, what would you like prayers for? And then like people will share what they want. But then I was just feeling like, well, it's Pentecost. And a lot of people... I think, well, based even off of scripture, I don't even have that scripture passage memorized, but it was talking in regards to these two people were having a conversation and one of them brings up the Holy Spirit and they said, oh, like, who is this Holy Spirit? Or I didn't even know that there was a Holy Spirit. So it's kind of like, it goes back to the book of Acts where people didn't even know if people didn't even know about the holy spirit back then how much more now do people not know about the holy spirit and so my prayer was for the most part was just you know come holy spirit and just fill them fill them like you've never filled them up before or just fill them up in a new way help them to experience you in a powerful way that they've never known before just setting that fire in their hearts, right? Because what is that in a revelation somewhere? God doesn't want us to be lukewarm. Yeah. He doesn't want us to be cold, but he wants us to be on fire. And that fire is going to come from the Holy Spirit. And so, yeah, that's kind of just what I've been praying for, for these people this last Pentecost. But yeah, man, that's scripture that you just brought up. So I feel that's important to share. You found it or you're looking for I, it? I just, I just found it. So Revelation 3, verses 15 to 16. I know your works. I know that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm, Neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. There it is. So I don't want to be spit out of anybody's, out of God's mouth. So there it's like, <laughs> how can I be on fire? And that fire is only going to come if that Holy Spirit is in me, which it is in me. It just needs to be stirred up and then set on fire for God and for Jesus. I love that you've uh, brought up the story of Pentecost 2019 because obviously that was a big year for me. That was the year of my conversion. But I just still vividly remember, recall, and this is a grace, but like, like I remember talking to you on the phone after you had this experience. Uh. <laughs> And you were just like, 
<laughs> you were just so blown away by like you know and you're and you know you're pretty you're pretty like soft-spoken you yeah, know pretty emotionless but, um people yeah. would call me deadpan in elementary school <laughs> i'm like what does that mean <laughs> but like in that like the way that the lord has created you in terms of the personality that you have that you've been gifted like you were still kind of like you're just like man like they were you know speaking some language that i've never heard before and just like you were just like you're getting you know the way you're describing it and you're just like man it was legit though it was legit and you're just like you know sharing this with me and 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 being where i was at at that time hungry for the lord because i had you know i had said that prayer to the lord that uh, asking him to teach me how to love my wife and, and teach teach me how to love just you know i'd made that commitment to the lord that anything that was presented to me i was going to do it right and uh, he was giving me all the grace to say yes to everything that was coming and you know, you were very, you didn't hesitate. You were just like, you know, they're going to do another one next month and it's going to be at this house. And you were like, kind of give me the 411 on how to like prep for this. Like, you know, um, share the wild, wild goose, uh, YouTube, um, series of videos uh, for anyone that hasn't heard that or watched that, check that out. It's like, a was it 12 is it 12 or 14 maybe like videos? somewhere 12 to 14 yeah something like that 30 like minute 20, 30 20, minute videos 20 to 30 minutes each but like like god was using you to prep me because you you know you invited me to to watch that and so you know i i took your recommendation it was like watching like one a day like just leading up to this it was just like just uh man it was just to look to reflect on that like i was just um man i had no idea man like what what god was what god was gonna do and what he was doing and it was just it was just it was pretty amazing man i'm forever grateful for the way that the lord just um you know brought brought this uh, charismatic ministry into your family's life and my life because uh, obviously like you said I mean I, for me I can I can I can affirm what you said about about the Holy Spirit be being the missing piece because I just I didn't know either you know what that what that was like you know his role in in, in the church and just didn't know any of that and and like all of a sudden like we were on fire you know like and that was all god's grace like him working working you know just in our hearts and and setting our hearts on fire and and um yeah just amazing and, and actually recently do you remember a while ago you posed a question to me that you had received from your your spiritual director at the time about being chosen do you remember oh that? yeah it was something like he had me reflect and he was like well like why like why did god choose you was that it like of all your friends and your family like why you and then i kind of just struggled with that like well i don't know why right and I still don't exactly. know why. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember you saying that, sharing that question with me and also saying that, like, because it was like, like it was just something, I mean, at the time, at the time when you first shared that with me in 2019, I would, you know, in my own pride, I, I, I know that I kind of wanted to know the answer to that. Like, um, but, for yourself but like you or from that? me like you wanted to know the answer for yourself or yeah like, for my I, like why did god no, choose for, you yeah like i wanted oh. to know the answer right in my own pride i wanted to know the answer at that time because i was very early in my journey and um and uh but like you i struggled with that i i didn't i you know i i 
I recall us kind of just having a short conversation about it and not really, neither of us really like coming to any kind of a, a firm answer, so to speak, uh, about, about that question. But like now that we've kind of, you know, progressed here on our journey with the Lord and, and through his grace, his love, his mercy, like, you know, I was, I found myself pondering, um, that question the other day. I don't remember, you know, um, I don't remember right now at the second, like how that I was prompted to think about that question again, but it just made so much more sense now, like <laughs> being on, on being on the journey. And it, and it, and it's just like, it's, you know, it's, it, it goes to the conversation of like divine providence and just like him, like, you know, we were like, like we're predestined to be in heaven. I think maybe that what, that's what it was. Like we were having this conversation the other day with, um, you know, the, the husband of your, with our group. Yeah. In our, in our group. Um, but yeah, just that, I think that conversation kind of made me reflect on that again, that question. And, and it was just like, it's just, it was all, it's all, it was all predestined by him. He had already, before we were even, before we were even made, like it's, so it's like, it wasn't anything that we earned, right? There's yep. nothing, there's, it's all, it's all his grace, all his, it's God's will. And, and, um, yeah, so it's just powerful because it's it makes you feel like you just said like, man, what the heck, like, why me or whatnot, and you know, we're we feel so because of our sin, you know, we can feel unworthy of that, right? That we were actually chosen by the Lord to to do like, you know, what He's having us do now in our lives and. But like this is his 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 love is an example of his love is his mercy is uh, just you know because we were already predestined like he was going to use us in this way you know however he's using us right now in this moment with our families and the vocations he's called us to the different ministries that he's um, called us to I mean it's all by his design you know and it's very powerful you know when you kind of just reflect on that like that in spite of all the wickedness of my of my life you know just all the crap that <laughs> that I've done in my life like it was it was already something that was all part of his grand divine plan you know like that, that here we would be here right now in this moment having this conversation because because of the way that he is working in our lives Anyway, I was just like feeling moved to to bring that up because you know it was you that first asked that question because you had you know you had been asked that question yep. as well and it just makes so much more sense now because back then I, I I was not in a place that I could even like was too too an infant you know just too still growing still not you know, obviously we're, you know, the growing process is not, we're never going to end, right? We're, like you said earlier, we're going to go be going through this struggle until, until we, the day we die and move on from this life. But, but, um, it's very, when we can like see the truth of what that is, that, that he chose us because he does, you know, he, this is the way that he made us to be. It's all his grace is nothing that we earned you know, nothing that we qualified ourselves to like be in this position, right? It's nothing like that at all. It's all just him, <laughs> you know, it's just all him. We didn't do anything. Yeah. Like, that's just powerful, man. And it's kind of just a testimony to how God provides. Cause I kind of reflect with my wife or we were kind of just thinking about like how we got to where we are now and that we're, kind of being used as vessels to like pray over people. And it all kind of just started with this whole like introduction to the Holy Spirit 
then meeting this priest, this very charismatic priest, and just thinking like, oh man, there's something special about this guy, like the way that he speaks. And then meeting and learning about the Holy Spirit, getting prayed over for the first time, and then at the same house where we got, or where I got prayed over, is where we learned how to pray over people, and then being part of this priest ministry where we would pray over more people, and then having a the encounter ministry school introduced to us and going through that program for two years and then being where we're at now, it's kind of like in retrospect, like, you know, this was all part of God's plan and we were just saying yes along the way, not really knowing anything of this other than we're going to trust that the Holy Spirit is going to move us and hopefully, you know, what other people hear on the other side <laughs> is God knocking at the door of their hearts, right? But, yeah, so that Pentecost night, there was this lady, I don't know if I shared on here, if I shared somewhere else, uh, that lady at church, this random lady, I had no clue who she was, but I felt God was wanting me to share the spiritual exercise classes with her. Did I share this on this podcast? I don't think you have. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, so I, me and my wife would go to daily mass and right leading up to the spiritual exercise classes, there are these flyers that people put at different parishes, churches in the area, right? And, you know, it kept calling me like, oh, there's flyers right here. Like, you know, you're going to give it to someone, but you don't know who. Like okay, and I would those flyers at that same spot would always be uh, draw my attention, but again, I didn't really act on anything. And then we would see this one lady at church every day, and one day she came up to me and she was like, "Oh, uh, are you in like construction or anything like that?" I was like, "No," but my wife kind of is. Oh, can I have her number? And I was like, "Uh, yeah, I think so." And then uh, I was like, "Oh, you know, I." I Okay, and so this is kind of me stepping out of the way because I it's not me to do this stuff, right? I was like, oh, I think there's something that I want to give you. And she's like, oh, you want to give me something? I was like, yeah, hold on a second. So I go back to the, uh, what is it, the entryway of the church where I would see the flyers for the spiritual exercise oh, yeah. classes. Yeah, that, that word. Um so I went back and I was looking and I was like, oh man, where is it? Where is it? And there was one left. And so I grabbed it and I was like, oh, okay. And then, so I gave it to her and I said, I think you should, I don't know, maybe you want to check this out and see if uh, this is something you want to do. And she ends up taking the class and then we were at mass Sunday and then I told her, or I was, I asked her like, oh, so, so what did you think about it? She's like, oh, you know what, Oliver? And I, I remember I before handing her the flyer, I would only see her at church. I had no clue who she was. But then at the end of it, she was like, yeah, you know, Oliver, before you handed me that flyer, I was praying to God to have a deeper relationship with him. And one of the things on that flyer was, do you want to have a deeper relationship with Jesus? <laughs> and so she shared that with me. And I was like, oh, I had no idea that you were wanting a deeper relationship but what did you think about the class and she's like oh i loved it and then so fast forward we would see her at church and uh, we were very like happy to see her because you know you go to daily mass like you see people and you just connect with them spiritually even if you don't talk to them like you guys are on the same path the same journey same journey and you just know like okay there's my brother there's my sister right and so Turns out she, her parish is St. Hedwig. And so the last Pentecost, uh, we saw her there. And uh, after, because, you know, with COVID, we hadn't seen, we probably saw her once, like at St. Peter Chanel. And it was, you know, nice seeing her and talking with her. Then we exchanged numbers, so we would always have contact with her. And so this this past Pentecost, we saw her. And I, 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 well, I only got to wave hi to her when I uh, was helping set up the chairs. But then my wife said that she had a chance to talk with her. 
and she was just sharing with my wife things that are going on in her life and it's kind of sad what's going on but then she was like oh I think I want I want Oliver to pray over me and I was telling my wife I was like oh well why don't you pray over her because you could do it too <laughs> not just me but you could do it and then my wife was like no but she was wanting you and they were trying to look for me but I stayed in the same place the whole time yeah and, and then <laughs> Uh, Gladys was like, yeah, we looked up there and for some reason we didn't see you. And I was telling her that, yeah, he's right there, but he wasn't there. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I took off my sweater. She's like, no, but I still know what you look like and you, you still weren't there. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Then she ended up leaving, but I thought, you know, there know, maybe there's some kind of connection spiritually between... The, the three of us and maybe one day we can all we'll get together and talk about some stuff but it's always good to see her at that church but that was the story that i want to share <laughs> just oh, uh awesome. kind of just running into her and yeah oh that's awesome because i do remember the story of um when you had shared that before a couple you know a couple years back about you know, that lady and, and giving her that flyer, but to hear that update that I didn't know that St. Edward was her parish and, you know, that, uh, that you had seen her and so forth. So that's praise God. That's, that's awesome. And, um, you know, obviously she sounds like she's going through some things. So i pray that the Lord will give her the graces that she needs right now to, uh, to go through this, this, uh, suffering that she may be experiencing right now. And, that um, she'll have her heart open to to really you know surrender that to the Lord Jesus and, and that through whatever experience she's going through right now pray that pray that this draws her closer to the Lord so she has that that ongoing deepening of her relationship and, and obviously it's all about you know that full total surrender uh, obviously, that was a big topic that was discussed at at you know the talk Pentecost with Father Eugene as well, and um, just uh, yeah, that's that's beautiful, man. And I mean, one thing I do want to I do want to ask you about that experience. You know, you know, you being used as an instrument that night was like, I mean, you kind of alluded to it earlier just you know how you know you're like man it's 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 uh it's heavy you know and, and and you're hearing all the openness obviously that's a lot of grace being given out by the lord to to his children and and um but like i wonder were you like did you experience any kind of like cause this is a big moment right it's pentecost sunday you know, and, and um, a lot of people just have a lot of wounds, like you said earlier, brokenness, and they're carrying it up there. And Did you feel any kind of like, just anything different about you, like as you were going through the experience of like, you know, being used as an instrument to pray over, uh, you know, these, these brothers and sisters of ours, like, did you feel anything? Like, cause I, I, I just would imagine like, you know, knowing, you know, um, how much, you know, our brothers and sisters that are coming up to get these prayers, you know, pray overs, like, I would have just imagined that, like, the Lord would have just loaded you up with, like, everything that you needed, man, to, like, to, to, to go, to go through that and be, and be, used in, in such a way that they would experience God's love and, 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 and receive healing. Like, did you, did you, can you recall anything? Well, I think what I did feel was like God's love for them. I can like say that <laughs> like, awesome. yeah, just feeling God's love for the people that were coming up and asking and seeking and desiring him and something different. Well, no, I've, I've heard it before, but it re really hit very powerfully this last Pentecost 
was just the affirmation, confirmation that I'm doing what God is calling me to do. Because there were like two or three people that were very strongly like thankful for me and my partner for being there and, and being that vessel. And like they were just like, after we were done praying, like they were praying over us. <laughs> like, like, you know, thank you guys. You know, God bless you guys for what you're doing, for being open and just doing this for us. So we thank you. And then I took that as a sign, like confirmation, affirmation from God is in, you know, um, it's like a good job, but just like, like, thank you for saying yes. Yeah, it's like you're exactly where he 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 wanted you to be. Yeah, like you're, yeah, that's yeah. beautiful. Man. And so, it was, and it was like three people, three older people. <clears throat> yeah, it was it was nice to hear. That's important, though, you know, because like you get that like you know you know i guess in a to use some worldly language in this conversation it, it gives you some juice like you're just kind of like like you feel like you said affirmed you know like so it gives you that that inspiration to like to keep going cuz you cuz you know that god is with you and 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 you're doing if you're if you're doing exactly what you're you're supposed to be doing then that means that in itself means you're not alone you know you're mm. he's going to be right there with you filling you up with everything you need yeah i think another thing that was i don't know if that was giving me like the the juice to continue more as when i felt like i couldn't bear some of the things or when i was getting tired and just there you go. when all the stuff was kind of just getting to me like i would turn to the eucharist and i would turn to jesus on the altar and i would just after I'd be done praying, I'd just kind of look to get, like, recharged. <laughs> so that was kind of juice that was feeding me to, to go through this. Like, a, it gets kind of tired. Like, I was, I brought up with someone how, yeah, maybe next time we should bring chairs for everyone involved. Not just the person receiving prayer, but for <laughs> everyone. And then this guy was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we can do that. But at the same time, we could see it as suffering for us. Like we're there on our knees trying to meet the people where they're at, like face to face instead of being like above them. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And if Jesus could do that, I don't know how long he was up on the cross for, but if I could do that for an hour, I mean, I, I should be able to tolerate that. Or at least God will provide me the strength to be able to suffer well for him being on my knees and hearing his people come and seeking him right yeah that's yeah for sure 100 percent, absolutely I mean, he's yeah he was up there for three he was up there for three so yeah it was three hours yeah oh. yeah 12 12 to three so um oh jesus okay yeah, yeah jesus no 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 yeah yeah why well, I, I mean yeah i'm not i wasn't we had to take off because you know we thought my wife had to go to work right um and then she ends up we're on the way back she ends up getting a call and it's the it's 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 staffing again at, at Kaiser and and they're like, Oh, you you want the rest of the night off? And we were just like, Wow, like look at look how good God is, you know. You don't you don't even it went from thinking, you know, being scheduled at two event. places. Yeah. She went to this event in her in her in her literally in her scrubs, you know, and, and now, you know, we were able to just go go straight home. So I didn't get to see uh, how long you were, but you were, you know, you were, you were, you were doing, definitely doing God's work and, uh, with his grace. And yeah, I was just, uh, appreciative of, of, you know, obviously, you know, we kind of been walking on this journey together with the Holy spirit. And so it's, it was, it was awesome to, to, to see you on a, on a, such a major event, Pentecost, um, to, to see you being used. Um, so I, Thank you for your yes, bro. I mean, I, I, I just, uh, feeling very blessed to, um, you know, call you a brother and, and, uh, obviously he's using your family in a big way to, um, you know, we have a, we're part of a, a larger community and, you know, you guys are, uh, just continuing to, uh, say yes. And that's something that's very, 
admirable and, and inspirational for for all of us that are around you guys because i mean you guys don't you know you've been blessed with so much and and the graces that keep coming and flowing through just constantly saying yes so you know so one awesome. of one of the things i was going to do was i was going to invite you up <laughs> what i was gonna be like what are you hey. talking about i was like john you gotta come up with me can you just uh just be my partner <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I knew that you would have to leave because of your wife's schedule. But then I know just for whatever amount of time up there is better than no time up there. And then if you had to leave, then you just leave and uh, God will put me with someone else. But gotcha. We'll see. Maybe next time. But I guess we'll in see a, what God has planned. Yeah. And wrapping this up, you have any final words? You want to share with anybody about Pentecost or the experience I mean, of the yes, Holy Spirit? I mean, just it's such as as Christians, it's just such a it's like it's such a basic thing that we need to understand that the Lord ascended into heaven so that we could do greater works than He. And that would only be done by the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. You know, and so if we're truly on a journey with the Lord, like in order for us to have that deep relationship with God that the Lord wants to have with us, we need to have the Holy Spirit actively working in our lives. And, and you know, some of us don't really know how to activate that relationship with the Holy Spirit. And one of the things that, that I learned just in conversation with you early on in my conversion and just kind of watching like wild goose is just three words, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit. And so I invite any of our listeners that are, that are listening just, and, and you, and it's in your heart to really have a deepened relationship with the Holy Spirit, invite him in. Cause I know for me, and even just like having a conversation with my mother about the Holy Spirit, like we had no idea that, that we could pray in that way or that we were yep. supposed to pray in that way so that we could have this relationship activated so that our hearts could be set on fire. But that's on this Pentecost uh, top uh, podcast that we've, uh, we've been uh, blessed to uh, receive this this grace to share about that that special day the birth of the church we need to activate the holy spirit because he's 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 within us we just we just need to be open and and ask him to take over our lives yeah so i found that verse talking about the like who the holy spirit is or but it's in acts chapter 19 and we'll start at 1 all the way to 6. It says, While Apollos was in Corinth, Paul traveled through the interior of the country and came down to Ephesus, where he found some disciples. He said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you became believers? They answered him, We have never even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. He said, How were you baptized? They replied, with the baptism of John. Paul then said, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in the one who was to come after him, that is, in Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus, and when Paul laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. So kind of just goes to show that even the disciples back then had no clue about the Holy Spirit. And so if, again, they did not know who the Holy Spirit was, how much more in today's society and in today's culture are we lacking that knowledge of the Holy Spirit that and that relationship with the Holy Spirit. And I like how you said that simple prayer for anyone who wants to have this relationship with the Holy Spirit, just invite them, invite the Holy Spirit into your 
into your heart by saying the prayer, come Holy Spirit, and just let him work in your heart. And with that, and with that said, John, <laughs> Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>